Blog Talk Radio. Good evening to everyone. It's good to be back uh, once again. I bring greetings as usual from the Lord, my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the one that sets high and the one that looks low. I come teaching again to, to uh, this afternoon uh, of God's word, and it's good to be even here right now because I know that God has spared me to be able to see another day. And I want to give him honor because he's worthy of all of my honor because he looks out for me and he looks out for you all. So just honor him right now at a time like this because we are living in a time where uh, that we can't do nothing without him. We need him right now. As we need food on our table, clothes on our back, we need shelter over our head, we need God most of all. Our God is the one that keeps us together, one with another. And I want to just acknowledge Apostle or Mercer also this evening because she goes out her way to be able to continue on uh, letting this radio station be broadcast over the air. And I just want to thank her right now. And I want to thank her because she is a, a woman of God, one that knows who she served, and, and, and I'm so grateful for her. And I right now, as I give her the gratitude of thanks, I want to, her to know that because she's in God's hand because God has her where he wants her to be. I want to thank my wife also, Amanda. She's not with me tonight because she's working tonight. And But I thank her for just pouring out a subcoming and sharing and helping me Week after week during these broadcasts, she have came a long ways from where she were, and now she is really getting stronger and stronger in the Lord. And I can see God working in her, through her, and about her. And I'm so proud of her. And and I want to thank God for that. I want to thank God because He got His hands on her, and I thank God mm-hmm. for that because God can do anything but fail. And you all. As we get ready to go into God's word, I want you to uh, take note of what we are learning through his word time and time again, because his word is like a a two-edged sword. It cuts and it hurts. It goes all the way down to the marrow of the bone. And what we need to do, we need to live by God's word, because that is the only way that we're going to make it down here in this world. Most holy God, our heavenly fathers, again, we come now. We come giving it all to you. Lord, I open up my heart right now to you and allow your Holy Spirit to speak through me to these here, your people. Guide me now, Lord Jesus, in the way that you would have for me to go right now and to teach right now. Let those words on my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, knowing that, O oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer forevermore. Keep me now, Lord Jesus. And as your word falls on listening ears, I pray that somebody would be lifted up right here through your word. Lord, continue on molding us. Forgive us of our sins. Blot out our transgressions. Hold us in the palm of your hand. Don't let us go, Lord. Keep on working through us, in us, and around us. 
molding us the way that you would have us to be molded. Lord, I want to thank you right now. I want to thank you for all that you have done in my life and all you have done in my family's life, all you have done in, in the listener's life. I want to thank you right now. Continue on, Lord. Continue on working on us because we are still a, a work in pro- progress. Lord, and as we go now into this year your service, I pray, Lord, that you would be the one to teach through me to these year your people. In Jesus' name I pray, and for your sake, I ask it all. I'm going to be teaching through the help of the Holy Ghost tonight from the 27th Psalm. I'm going to use 11 through 14 verses. And I'm going to use for a theme of just so you can know where I'm coming from and what I'm talking about here through this 27th Psalm. We're going to be looking at seeking God's guidance. Seeking God's guidance. Psalms 27, 11 to 14 verses reads as the following. Here you see David was saying, teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in a smooth path because of my enemies. Do not deliver me to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses has risen against me, and such as breathe out violence, I would have lost heart. Unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. 14 verse says, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. I'm going to lay down my burdens down by the riverside, down by the riverside, down by the riverside. I'm going to lay down my burdens down by the riverside to study. No more, I ain't gonna study one no more. I ain't gonna study one no more. I ain't gonna study one no more. I'm gonna put on my long white robe down by the riverside, down by the riverside. Down by the riverside, I'm going to put on my long white robe. Down by the riverside, to study one no more. Well, I ain't going to study one no more. I ain't going to study one no more. I ain't going to study one no 
gonna sew on my sewing machine down by the riverside, down by the riverside, down by the riverside. I'm gonna sew on my sewing machine down by the riverside to study he one no more i ain't gonna study 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 one no more I ain't going to study E1 no more. Amen. I'm going to lay down my burdens down by the riverside, seeking God's guidance. David here in the 20th, seventh psalm we find that david here brings good news when he even wrote the 27th psalm and we find the world that we are living in right now i'm going to be teaching not preaching we find life is full of decisions But now listen here. If we want to make right choices, it's very important for all of us to make right choices. To make right choices, we got to have a mind that's made up that we're going to Serve our Father God's instructions. And we're going to have to allow the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of us, we're going to have to allow him to control us. You see, life is always filled of transitions. But those that glorify God benefit us and others. We need God's guidance. Am I right about it? Can you can you can you see where I'm coming from here? We need the guidance of God. That's why Jesus told uh, his disciples and those that he was leaving behind that I'm going to pray to my that he would give you the Holy Ghost. I'm not going to leave you alone. I'm not going to leave you comfortless. So we need the guidance of God. 
And we're going to learn here tonight that there are seven words that will help us in seeking God's guidance and seeking his directions. I want you to get your paper and your and a pencil, and I want you to write these down. Because it's always good, my sisters and my brothers, to write down when you are in a class or when you are learning the word of God. And as you write them down, the first one I want you to look at and write down. And we need to ask ourselves, this one question, is anything in our lives that is hindering us from hearing what God is saying to us? And we know that we have to take self-examinations time and time again. Cleansing. We need to clean ourselves of all of those things that have been weighing us down. All of us, some point of time, we have things that we hold on to, things that we don't turn it over to Jesus. We need to confess. First John one through nine the, the first John the first chapter in the ninth verse tells us it tells us these things that we need to turn it over. First John says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Can I repeat that? First John of one in the ninth verse says, if we Talking to us and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Isn't that all right? We serve a God, my Lord, that will forgive us when we come to him with confession. We all have confessions time and time again that we need to go to him and confess. That is the only way that we're going to be cleansed. It's through confession. I talk about it a lot of time about the things that we hold on to and they would become as almost like counsel. They start out small, 
as a small sword. And then as long as we hold on to them, it gets bigger and bigger as it grows. And we have to be very careful, come to a head. It began to fester. And once it festers, it began to eat at us and eat at our inner parts. That is the same way of that we go through when we hold on to stuff that's not like Jesus. But we all sometimes, listen, we need to be cleansed. But we have to acknowledge it and stop holding on to what is stopping us from being clean. Now, my second uh, point here tonight, right now. I'm, now, the first one we have we have to be cleansed. My second one is surrendering. Surrendering to who? You don't have to surrender to me, to the pastor, to the lay leaders, to your friends, or none of those. You don't have to surrender to them. But the Bible here, David is telling us, we must submit to whatever God instructs us to do. God speaks to us time and time again. God shows us the way time and time again through his word. The word teaches us through God's wisdom that he inspired on David to write the songs. And so God is inspiring on us to listen to what's wrote here, because this is his instructions for us to live by. But sometimes we find it difficult to move ahead. Don't you want to move ahead? You don't, God don't want us, listen, to be at a standstill point time and time again. God wants us to have some movement. I don't want us to stay in the same place today uh, that we was in yesterday. We, as God's children, listen tonight, we are like we are taking steps upstairs. And every day, it will take one step at a time, trying to reach the end of our goal. What you talking about, preacher? I don't want to stay in the same place. For as my religion that I was yesterday. 
I want to press on, as Paul said, for a high calling of who? Jesus the Christ. We got to press on. That's why you see, you see, church, you see that that's why a lot of churches is stagnant because they're not doing what God has designed for them to do. They're not being guided by God. So they are stagnant. Churches don't uh, grow like they should because they are staying in one place. And don't you know, my sisters and my brothers, how come this happens sometimes is that you have one that's here to the church sometime, and they don't want nobody else's opinion having a weight but theirs. The only way that we're going to prosper as a church, we got to be on one accord. We can't move in the right direction if one of our members have fallen off the way. We got to help get them back where they belong. See, you find it difficult to move ahead when we don't listen to what God has to say to us. We want to know step two before we complete step one of God's will. See, we want to move ahead. But God wants us to wait on him. Don't move to step two when you haven't finished Step one, that God has instructed us to do. One. And then God will give you step two. We must surrender ourselves to his timing. God's timing. Mm. My sisters and brothers. In Christ is not like our timing. We move ahead of God's timing sometimes. But God's timing is not like man's timing. If God, if we don't receive it right then when we want it, we sometimes move ahead on our own. And We think we are doing something, but we are not doing nothing at all because we're going to sooner or later have to come back into God's time. God might not show up today when we ask for something, but I know this one thing I do know, that God is always on time. 
He's an on-time God, the songwriter said. He might not come when you want him, but he's right on time. We have to surrender ourselves to God's timing. We got to let him be our guide. And how are we going to do this? Listen, listen plainly. The only way that we're going to be able to stay on God's timing and allow him to guide us in the way that he would have for us to go, we got to obey the will of God. And we got to humble it, 5-6. We got to humble ourselves. Be obedient, my children, because God is not going to stir you in the wrong way or say, lead you in the wrong path. God, when God speaks, God is going to stir us in the right direction. But we've got to obey his will. Not our will, his will. And if we obey his will, his will always is done. But as we come humbly to him, he tells us in his word, he says, if I be lifted up from this earth, I will draw all men unto me. God got drawing power and he withdraws. So we have to surrender after we cleanse. Third here is now James is saying we got to ask. You do not have because you do not ask. We do not have a closed mouth. Let me let, let me use this. I've never seen a closed mouth fed. A closed mouth do not receive anything. Because James says you do not have because you do not ask. Ask who? God. Even it trickles down. I'm talking about God here now, teaching about God. But it triggers down also in the nature of man. If we don't ask uh, our neighbor for something, we do not receive it because we got a closed mouth. God promised. That when we act according to his will, he hears us. Mm, 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 mm. He hears us. But now there's, a, that, there's something here. It says according to his will. Not our will, his will. He hears us. And when we know that he hears us, 
We know he will answer. Yes, he will. God will answer when he hears us. And don't you know, God hears everything. God hears everything. Do you hear me? God's ears is never closed. He got ears that stays open. And not only here, God sees things that we do. We got to be careful because we are going to be called accountable for those things. So don't think that God don't hear you when you're talking about somebody not lining up with the word of God. Don't you think I might not hear you, but God hears everything because he is God. Even though the answer may come over a long period of time. Even though God might answer you, it might take a long period of time for him to answer you. But don't you worry, my sisters and my brothers, no matter how long God might take, but he is working behind the scenes, and he's going to work it out for our good. Because he is a miracle worker. God works. You see, God, in a true time, God can take a little bit and make a lot out of it. God is who he said he is. So we need to start our acting. We need to start our acting because we will be fed. We will not be hungry. We will be poor. Because God always comes to When his children that have been even adopted into his family, he comes to for them. Because I know he comes to because he is a good God. Now, as we move on just a little further, let us look at four. I'm hoping you're writing these down tonight because you can see it's good to write these down because you might want to go back another time and look at these and see what is necessary you need when you're seeking God for guidance. The fourth here is meditating. Meditating on who? On man? No. Meditating on God. Why should I meditate on God? Listen. This is why you should meditate on God, because God promised that his word will be a light 
unto our pathway and a lamp unto our feet, my Lord. That's why you should wait on him, because God knows also what we need before we ask for it. So wait on him, and you will receive what you have asked for when he gets ready to give it to you. Not when we get ready. It's when he sees fit to us. So you see, the more we think about his word, mm, the clearer our path will become. That's why it's always necessary to study God's word. And as we study, don't just read it. We want to apply his word to our heart. Well, first of all, we study his word and, and remember his word. It, 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 it trickles down from our brain cells and it's stored up in our heart. So why, why, preacher, why, why should we store it up down there? Because we don't want it to just stay in our memory bank because so many things is going on in this world that we can lose the stuff that's in our memory bank. But when you let your memory bank trickle it down in your store a place of your heart, it will stay with you because we chose you bomb. We're going to need this again. And so if I just keep it up here in my memory, I, I might not find it when I get ready to use it again. But when I store it up in my heart, it becomes a light then to my pathway and a lamp unto my feet because I have stored it up. Am I right about that? So what I'm recommending you to do tonight is that when you study the word of God, store it. Let it be stored up in your heart because tomorrow or the next day, you're going to need to go back to that word. That is one way we fight the devil. It's by the stored up word that's in our heart. See, we have to not just read his word, not just study it, but we want to study it enough where that we can hold on to it. We want to hold on to it. Then when we come in contact with somebody that needs a word from God, we don't have to be toting our Bibles around all the time. We don't have to have a tabernacle wrote on our backs or, or on a piece of paper. All we got to do is deep way down into our heart source and speak the word because we have stored it up for a latter day. How, you see, 
let us look just for a little while. Let's go, let's go human-wise. How do you think that the birds, they will go and they will collect food. And I believe that they stores up for a bad time. Not only the birds look at the, the squirrels and the, and the rabbits, they stores up for another time. So we got to store this word in our heart. So it will last forever. You see, even when you store it up in your heart, you might stray off. But the red that you have stored up in your heart down through the years, it will get you back on the right road again. That's why it's necessary not just to read the red. Study it and study it and study it. And not only that, I I I I want to leave. I want to I want to just uh, 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 tell you this right now. Sometimes we are in such a big hurry to get through the Bible, books in the Bible, that we move fast. Maybe to tell somebody that we have read the whole Bible in a certain amount of time. But I'm strongly recommending that if there's a passage of scripture that you want stored up in your heart, stay with that passage of scripture for a while until you can meditate on it and, and implant it into your heart. Stay with it. Don't leave it. Go back over it time and time again until you can remember it. That's what storing up is. Remembers. Um, fifth here is believing. Hope y'all writing. In Mark's gospel, we already learned that when we act, when we act, we will receive. Bible says, knock and the door shall be opened. But we have to believe when we ask that it's going to be done. To believe that the door is going to be open and it will be open. See, God is going to give us what we have requested if we believe. But if we don't believe, how can we expect God to give us anything? We have to believe. Belief is medicine for God returning and given us what we'd have requested. And after we believe, 
what else we have to do? We're going to believe, but listen, you got to trust that he will show you what to do. So believe and trust work hand in hand that if I believe that he's going to do what he said he would do, I got to trust that he is going to see it through. That's all it is. Trust that he's going to see it through. Isn't it all right? See, we know that God, when he promised us something, that we believe that it's going to come to pass because we believe in him and we trust that he is going to come through for us. Now, six years waited is waiting. Waiting now. Lord have mercy. That's why, that's why here you see David was saying, wait. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. And he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, he said again, on the Lord. It's very important for us to wait. Why? Because God promised that he acts on our behalf when we wait for who? Him. Mm. That's some good food there. When we wait for him, knowing the fact that he is going to act on whose behalf? Our behalf. Because. God is a good God, and he always comes through for us. If we run ahead of him, some of us, hmm, we begin to run ahead of God. And as we run ahead of God, we are not making no headway. Because we run ahead of him, we try and we try to fix things on our own. But when we run ahead and try to fix things on our own, always sometimes uh, consequences occur. Uh, we will most of the sudden live when we run ahead of him. We're going to be disappointed. Why, why do you think that we're going to be disappointed? We're going to be disappointed. Can't do nothing without our help meet, God Almighty. The one that sets high, the one that looks low, the one that rules, he rules heaven, and he also rules earth. So when we move out ahead of him, we are taking control 
What you mean, preacher? Because we always want and need God to lead us, him be in control, out front of us, leading us. But we move ahead of him. And then it looks like we are trying to lead my Lord, him. That's some good stuff here, am I right? We are trying to lead on our own. But God is our leader. Let him lead us. Because if we lead ourselves, we don't know what we're going to run into by being on that front line. God is our leader. And if we step out on our own, a lot of time we're going to be disappointed. But however, if we wait on the Lord, see, God is our sovereignty, divine, and omnipotent, God will always act on our behalf. But now listen here. Notice. God will always act on our behalf. But guess what? It's our own choice if we let him, allow him to act on our behalf. We got to have a made-up mind, believe and trust in him. It's our own choice. If our soul is lost, it's nobody else's fault, but Mine and your soul is lost is your choice. If my soul is lost, it's my choice. It's a choice that I have made. Can't blame you for my soul being lost. Can't blame my sisters and my brothers for my soul being lost. Because I have to make a choice, have a made up mind to serve him or serve the devil. You got a choice. Even to have the things that you necessarily need, the good things, you have to make a choice to serve the giver of what you're seeking after. It is our choice. It is our choice. Now, seven here, and I'm getting close to the finish, is receiving. Receiving now, listen. When we obedient now, that's obedient again, being obedient, seek the will of who? Of our Father God, we can be sure that he hears us. Because as I said before, 
He hears everything. And he gives us, listen, the wisdom. We all need wisdom. How can we have understanding with no wisdom? How can we understand God's word without wisdom and understand and that wisdom? God gives us his wisdom, and then we, be, we get that understanding. We need to make the right choices again so that we can receive what we have asked for. And listen, God's year. But sometimes we don't receive what we ask for because we might not need what we ask for. Said that he would supply our every need according to his riches, which is in glory. He said our need. But now look now. I know God will go beyond our need because what he would do, he would give us overflow time and time again. He gives us overflow. But the overflow, listen now, is not for us to hold on to. The overflow that God gives us beyond our need is for he helps somebody else. That needs a helping hand. Gives us that overflow. Maybe somebody need a light bill paid. God give us an overflow. Maybe somebody needs food on the table. God give us an overflow to help that person. Am I right about it? You see, that's why God extra. So that we can have enough to supply our needs and to supply someone else's need. Seek God. God says, seek me first. <laughs> seek me first. And then he says, all other things shall be added unto you. But you got to seek God first. Be obedient, my sisters and my brothers. Listen to him when he speaks to you. Listen to uh, 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 even James, the book of James, when James speaks to you. Listen to when David speaks. Listen. Listen. Imply it to your heart. James 1 and 5 says, Once we know his will, have a responsibility. Lord have mercy. We always will have a responsibility once we know the will of God. And we have to embrace it. This is responsibility in his direction. Because why, preacher? So we can obey him in a completely way. It is not our way. It's his way. Obey him. And he will 
come through for us. Once you do all of these things, cleansing, surrendering, believing, waiting, receiving, you will find great peace and confidence in knowing that you are making the right choices based on God's guidance. Perhaps no one else will understand or agree with your decision, but you will hear it from the one who matters the most, our Father God, which sets high and which looks low. One that through uh, 42 generations he sent his son to die instead of us. The God that I serve day by day, that you serve day by day, he is the one. He is the one that should matter most to us in our lives than food on our table. He should matter more to us than uh, uh, water when we're thirsty. He should matter more to us than clothes on our back. He should matter more to us than shelter over our head. Am I right? Can you understand what I'm teaching about here? Seeking God to be your guide, to guide you when in season, out of season. God, you win when you're out here in the highway and the byway. Let him guide you because he is a mighty good God. Seek him. Seek him. You see, if necessary, I believe through God's word, it brings me to believe this, that God that we serve, Jehovah God, that we serve, will move heaven and earth to show us his will. My Lord, he will move all things out of our way when things fall to block us, when, 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 even when Satan tries to block us. We are being guided by God. <laughs> Satan has to move out of our way. Because God told us a long time ago through his word that he would remove thundering blocks out of our way. Prayer, listen, is the key to God's kingdom. And God got the power to unlock the doors for us through prayer. That's why he tells us to pray and, and, and pray at all times, in season and out of season. Don't stop praying. Prayer to me is my life's greatest time saver. My Lord. Without prayer, I can't receive. I have to pray. 
God has promised us that his words will be a light to our parents. And I'm finished here. In my closing, when you come to the end of your resource, it is easy to feel discouraged, my sisters and brothers. But don't feel discouraged. God's help and deliverance are always available. Being a Christian does not merely qualify you for a home in heaven, but it guarantees that the Lord will defend you as you follow him in obedience. Trust him, and you will enjoy his goodness in every, every circumstance. Seek God's guidance. Seek God's guidance. That is my finish. Most holy God, my heavenly Father, again that I come calling on you. Lord, open up the ears of those that have these words have fallen on. Guide them, Lord, in every way. Bless them now, Lord, as they go. And as they go, Lord, let this be food for their spiritual bodies. And continue on working in them. Continue on molding them. Continue on lifting them. Continue on, Lord, because, Lord, we know that we need you at a time like this. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you, Lord, for your teachings. Now, as I go away from this place, Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide within us until we meet again. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.